You're listening to the essential WFDU-FM HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's premier public music station at 89.1 megahertz and worldwide at WFDU.FM. 89.1. And welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. Uh, it is our fun drive month, as you know. Make your pledges, uh, because this, this, this program, I think, as we've been saying, is, is very important, because we have an opportunity to present artists like Fred Gillen, Jr. Fred, welcome to our studio. Thanks for having me over. Oh, Appreciate thanks for it. being here. You know, I am, uh, first of all, I want to apologize to you, because you know, I've known you for so many years, and I just realized today that this is the first time we've actually had you live in our studio, and uh, I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry we, we've waited so long, but I'm, I'm so glad you're here, because... Uh, you know, as I said on, on the air before, we, we normally don't have guests during Fun Drive because I, I feel it kind of takes away from their time. But you're doing something which I think is real important, uh, besides your music, which is obviously incredible. But you're also performing at a new venue that's opening uh, up in, in Metuchen, New Jersey, run by our, our, uh, our good friend uh, Sharon Goldman, which we'll talk about that in a few moments. So, uh, you know, I think it's all part of the community. That's what's so important about this music and why I'm so glad to have you here today. Um, I wonder, before we start chatting, would you mind uh, starting us off with a song? Sure. I'm walking down that freedom highway. I'm walking down that freedom highway. I'm walking down... That freedom highway Taking my time Taking my time Cause if you run They get suspicious If you run They'll shoot you down You've gotta walk With your head held high And you'll be free Bound. I'm walking down that freedom highway. I'm walking down that freedom highway. Walking down that freedom highway. Taking my time, taking my time. If you fight. They will beat you If you fight Then you could die You've got to stand And speak the truth And you'll be freedom bound I'm walking down That freedom highway I'm walking down that freedom highway walking down that freedom highway taking my time taking my time If you complain, 
No one will listen if you complain. No one will care. You've got to work, do what's right, and you'll be freedom bound. I'm walking down that freedom highway. I'm walking down that freedom highway. I'm walking down that freedom highway. Taking my time, taking my time. I'm walking down that freedom highway. I'm walking down that freedom highway. Walking down, walking down that freedom highway. Taking my time, taking my time. Great song, great Thanks. great song, great performance. Thank you for doing that one to start us off. I, uh, I you know, when I when I hear songs like that, uh, again, I just I hate to keep going back to our fun drive, but that that's why we're doing this stuff. That's why this radio show's here be, to be able to give opportunities and, and hear songs like that that people wouldn't get to hear elsewhere. And I, and I know you've been doing that for your career. I mean, you've um, you've walked a path which uh, you know is not always the most uh, financially rewarding. <laughs> but I, I think that you've, you've created some incredible music, um, the music with, with Hope Machine, the music you've done solo, the music you've done with um, um, uh, Gillen and Turk, uh, another one of your uh, little projects. Um, but it, it, you've made music that makes a difference, and I, I think that's always been centered to your, your music. Is that correct? Or? I, I hope so. I, I always feel like I'd like to be useful. You know, I'd like to write songs that can be useful, uh, which isn't to say that, there's some songs I write that are probably not so useful, but um, I suppose at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm motivated by that idea a lot that somebody could, a song like that one I just played, you know, it's not the most original thing ever. And, uh, but it's, people can pick it up and they can sure. sing it and they can use it to get, you know, get people motivated, um, get people together you know, working together. So. Yeah. And that's so important. You know, a lot of times people say sometimes you're singing to the choir, but the choir needs that, that motivation. And songs like that, I think, uh, yeah, help and inspire. I, you know, and I also sing not to the choir a lot. Yeah. You know, yesterday I was playing at a party at a, 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 a rod and gun club. Wow. And there were all kinds of animal heads on the walls and stuff. And, um, you know... I was the only one with a Bernie Sanders sticker on the <laughs> on the bumper, you know. But you know, we're, we're the fact is like people are people, you know. People are right. kind of look, you know, they're just trying to make a living and do their thing, you know. So sure. Um, but I played this party. It was a fiftieth birthday, and and you know they had me there because they loved me. So it's kind of yeah. Do a lot of that. <laughs> it, it's it's finding common ground, which I think you know yeah. that, that gets lost in a lot of the, all the rhetoric that we hear from both sides these days. And uh, I think you'll yeah. be able to do that. You know, um, I hope so. Yeah, you know, I strive for that for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. When you were with Hope Machine, in fact, Hope Machine is still around, right? You guys still do, some yeah, shows yeah. That, yeah. And I think we might. 
you know, we might kind of get get the ball rolling with that a little more mm-hmm. soon, you know. But, but the whole mm-hmm. idea, that the name Hope Machine, that came from something that Woody Guthrie said. Was that correct? Yeah, something to the effect, I might even get it perfectly, uh, about all a human being is anyways is a hoping machine. Uh-huh. So, and uh, I feel, I go back and forth with the concept of hope. On the one hand, I don't like it because it's looking to the future mm. and, you know, trying to live in the moment. But on the other hand, especially in these times and, and a lot of what's going on in the world, without hope, people people are just going to give up, yeah. you know. So sort of a – we I think maybe we pick that name as much for ourselves to remind us every time we looked at our name. We had to look at it. And say, oh no, hope again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope, hope keeps us going. I mean, I, I, that's why like, we're in the middle of our fun drive here, and you know that's what we're yeah. hoping for that you know our listeners come through for us so that we can continue bringing this kind of music uh, because it is important, as you're saying, you know, for, for motivation for for just sharing ideas. Uh, I think it's all important, and, and to be able to present people like you uh, again, I want to remind our listeners two zero one six nine two two zero one two is the phone number. Um, we do have volunteers standing by, so you know, keep calling or pledge online at WFDU.FM. Um, Fred Gillen Jr. is with us in the studio today, and next Saturday, uh, Fred will be appearing at a, uh, a new concert series. It's a schoolhouse songwriter series. It will be held at the Old Franklin Schoolhouse in Metuchen, New Jersey, and that's located at uh, 491 Middlesex Avenue. And uh, I see you've also got, there's going to be some other artists there appearing with you, including uh, Christine DeLeon and uh, Avi Wiesner, and uh, probably a few others as well, I, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, I think for this show, well, well Sharon. I think Sharon, Sharon probably yeah. plays yeah. something. Right. So, and you know, Sharon lives in Metuchen. Is that how you say it? Metuchen, I right. always get it wrong. <laughs> and uh, I mean, she's been trying to bring folk music out there for years i remember like years ago i went out and played at a little coffee house that she was bringing people in every month or something mm. and uh you know so so she's like it's her home yeah and she's trying to bring bring people in you know that's great sharon goldman is the uh, is the woman who's responsible for this series and she's been on this show before she also works with summer songs and uh yeah, that's uh, again getting back to the, this whole theme of I think what attracts me to folk music is the community feeling, and that the, the helping that goes on. Um, you know, there's competition, but yet, you know, there's so much you know, working together that I see here, which is unlike I think a lot of other musical genres. And, and contemporary folk music really is uh, outstanding in, in the way it is able to help help each other. I kind of feel like there's a sense of responsibility about that. And maybe that's, and you know, there have been great rock scenes and punk scenes and stuff that have had that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I think that in the folk world, it really is. I think our elders, you know, really pass that on to us in a very tangible way. Right. So. And and being, having it passed on, I mean, you were, um, you worked with Pete Seeger. You were, I guess, kind of inspired by that that whole scene too. Tell tell yeah. us a little bit about about your your background in this music. How did you get involved? Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny actually because I was a really a rock and roll bass player in the '90s, in the early '90s. The last band that I was in uh, got a lot of attention, and it was sort of you know successful in a certain sense. But um, I remember there was 
I was starting to play the guitar a little bit more, but I was really still am a bass player. And uh, one week I was kind of broke. I said to my wife at the time, maybe I can go down to the local coffee shop and play for tips and I can get enough money for us for, you know, groceries and gas. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I think I knew how to play and sing about 12 songs on the guitar. So I played that as a set like three times. <laughs> and uh, I made as much money as I would ever make. You know, playing with a band, you're splitting it True. four or five ways. And I, so I think I'm the only person that became a folk artist for the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a first. That's a first. Oh, wow. But, you know, it's, I mean, I say that somewhat sarcastically, but somewhat true. I started really working solo because you could work, you know. Right. And I mean, like I came out of, like, I loved Dylan and I loved Neil Young, and they would do the same songs with the rock band or solo, you know. So you'd hear, you know, you'd hear, you know, you hear the versions of Bob Dil of Baby Let Me Follow You Down, you know, and there's the version on the first right. Dylan record, and then there's the version on, like, you know, with Rolling Thunder. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. Know? And so, or the version where he got booed in 66 uh, in England. Oh, right, right. So I always felt like if the song, you know, if the song should work. And I, and I always loved, in whatever genre, I always loved seeing songwriters play solo because it's like it's just a song. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a musician first, you know, I'm a bass player, and the groove is so important to me, uh, it's nice to hear the song. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I'm a big Dan Byrne fan, and I went to see him, you know, with a couple of his bands, and some of that stuff was great. But I, I just love to see him stand there with his guitar and really deliver the song and really get the lyrics. Yeah, we we were at the... We, we, that's where I first met you, was at a folk conference called NERFA, Northeast yeah. Regional Folk Alliance, and I was there last fall, and I won't name names, but there was one artist who sang this one song solo, and I was so moved by it. And a couple months later, he sends me the version, which was, you know, all this accompaniment. Yeah. And the words got lost. Yeah. And, you know, I said to him, I said, you know, I, 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 I'm not, it's a great song still, but I'm not yeah. getting that feeling like when you were just there on your own with the guitar. Yeah. And his thought was, well, you know, I think people aren't listening to the words anymore. They want to dance. They want to make it. Yeah. I, I hope that's not true. I hope there's more yeah. to it than that because uh, there's some great poetry and some great yeah. songs being written. And the thing is, like, I know working in the studio, working on records and stuff, it's like everything serves the vocal. Right. And so you can have as much production. If I mean, some of my favorite records are big production records, you know, but the lyrics, you, if anything... The production helps the lyric, you know, exactly. moves the lyric. So, I mean, like, I love Elton John's early records with the Paul Buckmaster orchestral arrangements, uh -huh. you know, which, you know, kind of comes out of George Martin Beatles thing, but it's much different. And that some of those songs are huge. Sure. Like 60 years on, you know, but, you know, if anything, the lyrics even hit you harder. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they got it right. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Uh, I, I don't want to play this song. I hate that I felt like I had to write this song. But I guess it's relevant right now, so I'm going to sing it. It's called Election Day.
Cause the truth hides in darkened doorways Politicians take the stage And the people desperately believe In the champion of their choosing Rain falls down, a flood ensues Pneumonia finds the hiding truth No hospital will treat her So suddenly she dies Look beyond the lighted stage Deep into your secret rage And don't believe the pretty words of men Who come to fool you, they will fool you Legends born of circumstance With nothing to lose, you take a chance The truth may die in oblivion But her story will be told in Whispered tones and secret rooms The people shine a light on doom Movements spring from desperation Shared in darkened basements Look beyond the lighted stage Deep into your secret rage And don't believe the pretty words Of men who come to fool you They will fool you Waking on election day Ready to do my part Head full of misinformation But hope in my heart Walking with my neighbors Down to the middle school But as we line up To pull the lever Money changes hands forever Deals are made and empires built And we are none the wiser As the truth puts up her final fight Someone grasps at what is right And finds the words to help Truth to finally overcome Look beyond the lighted stage Deep into your secret rage And don't believe the pretty words of men Who come to fool you, they will fool you mm, They'll fool you You're right. I mean, that's a song that uh, wish you didn't have to sing, but uh, wow, everything that's going on now, you know, you're still, that's such a timely song and uh, makes you wonder where where we're going in this world. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, you know, I played a gig on election night in Germany, um, 2003, maybe they were, they were electing a new chancellor at that time. It was the chancellor before Angela Merkel, I think maybe, but, um, and they're explaining the, the way their elections work, and I just and I said, well, here you know you have to you have to raise money to to advertise and stuff. And they yeah. said, 
so people give money to the candidates. I said, yes. And they said, this is a bribe, <laughs> no? I was like, yeah. yeah, that's what I've been saying. Right, right. <laughs> that's what many people have been saying, you know. Oh, it's, it's, it's terrible. We, we could talk for hours about, yeah, yeah. about all this we'll stuff. But, uh, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? I, I just want to let our listeners know, if you, you can go to our website, and if you're listening in, check out our video. And I don't know if we can see your guitar mm-hmm. on our screen. We have a live camera now this year yeah. um but but fred's got all kinds of great stickers on his uh, on his guitar and i'm looking at it i see people like red molly and chucky yeah. costa some of our friends and and the, there at the bottom this machine wages love and strength through peace uh kind of like what woody and what, what pete seeger would do on their on their guitars um it was that i guess that was kind of what you're you're modeling after when you were doing that right yeah, and my friend Johnny Miles had a thing on his guitar that said, this one does too, in, in uh-huh. answer to, to Woody. and uh, But since I give away the Wage Love stickers, and I'm like <laughs> the Wage Love guy, I decided this machine wages love. And Pete Seeger, of course, says, this machine surrounds hate and forces it to surrender. Right. And that's Pete's kind of language. And that's much too complicated for me. <laughs> so. It was also a banjo. It could go all the way around. So. <laughs> right, the banjo, it's round. So it, yeah. But interestingly, the Strength Through Peace sticker, that's off of the bottom of Dennis Kucinich's um, campaign oh, sticker okay. for president. And I got to play at his New Year's Eve event in Manchester, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they were leading up to the Iowa and New Hampshire primaries. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Music has certainly opened doors and you know, expanded the community, but how, how did you get involved with Pete? I know you, you played a, a number of times with Pete over the years. Yeah. Um, well, my my story with Pete starts with when I was a little kid, probably the first or second summer that Clearwater sailed on the Hudson, uh, my mom brought me down to the our local, there's this little dock, um, which was deep enough for Clearwater. So Clearwater Dock there in Verplank, and there were a bunch of other moms and their kids there. And uh, they took us on the boat, and this old guy played the banjo. <laughs> and my mom says that all the other kids sang along, and I just stood there with my arms folded and glared at Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And I never told Pete that story because I thought of him as an old guy in right, right. 1972 or whatever. But uh, years later, you know, a couple times I would play, like, back-to-back with him at a event or something or whatever. But then... um. He was doing his, he was starting to put together the Where Have All the Flowers Gone songbook. And he met Catherine Pritchard, who I don't know if you ever met or had on the show. She was a New York City songwriter. She was like, sort of like Peggy Lee with more interesting language and a lot of uh, curse words. (laughs) And um, she was amazing. She was a good friend for me. And Pete heard her, and he heard Tribes Hill, and he decided he wanted to cut a version of Weem Away with a Tribes Hill chorus with Catherine Pritchard singing the, ah, ah, right, that he right. couldn't sing anymore. So um, we had just built my studio, the recording room. We were literally finishing it the night before, and uh, we had a, a full-day rehearsal and then a full-day recording session with Pete, and that created a process where Pete and Catherine wrote English lyrics for Weemoy, which have never been heard. Wow. I have them on a hard drive, and I'm going to give them to Tina at some point. Uh-huh. But, um, and then I think he didn't want to release it. I never talked to him about it, but maybe he got cold feet because he had sued to collect royalties for oh. Solomon Linda, who wrote Weemoy. So now he, he was, my, 
modifying the song and then i think he was like what do i do now yeah yeah and he just kind of knowing pete he just got busy with other stuff um but that was like my first thing and then really i would say that over the years several people would always bring me into the room with pete to play with pete which was matt turk was one of them david burns was another um susan fisher wright uh who's a great songwriter but also teaches in the beacon schools was another one. And really, um, those three people plus Rick Rock from Tribes Hill, they just kept putting me in the room with Pete. And I think Pete kind of looked at me suspiciously at first. Um, but then he started to see, first of all, that I could sing probably 100 Woody Guthrie songs off the top <laughs> of my head. Right. And we did a concert at Tribes Hill, and uh, he, he was forgetting the second verse to Do Re Mi. And he's, maybe Fred Gillen can help me. And I'm uh, running up on stage <laughs> and saying the verse. All right. But uh, so, yeah, in, in the last um, last couple of times I saw him, we played together at the uh, Spirit of Beacon Day with the uh, Sergeant Elementary School kids. And a couple of weeks before that, the group that uh, Hope Machine plays with, uh, Guthrie's Ghost, with David and Jacob Burns all right, and yes. Amy Fraden. We did a, every summer we would do a fundraiser for the Woody Guthrie ship and uh so pete would usually come and we'd bring him up for a few songs or whatever the last two times i saw him like the first time he was gave me this sweet wave and the second time he actually hugged me uh-huh. which he had never done at the 10 or 12 years that i knew him he wasn't that he wasn't yeah, yeah. like that you know he wasn't touchy-feely like i am and he came over to me and gave me a big hug and then of course that was the last time i saw him so that was nice yeah you know? It's a good way uh, of saying goodbye to him. But he's, yeah. he's somebody's going to always be with us. I mean, those memories yeah. and, and music and and uh, the spirit, yeah. I feel like I people made sure that I got to spend way more time with Pete than I really deserved to or whatever. So I'm really grateful for that. And and particularly, you know, David Burns and, uh, and Susan Wright, both of them. I mean, David, you know, David is like a big fan of mine. When he heard uh, when he heard me sing, uh, I ain't got no home the way I do it. Yeah, he he went crazy, and then he ended up using it on um, the Pete Remembers Woody record. Yeah, that's a beautiful cut so, on that on the recording as thanks. well. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, our, our guest today is Fred Gillen Jr. and um, Fred is going to be appearing this coming Saturday night. Uh, that's February twenty seventh at the new Schoolhouse Songwriter Series, the Old Franklin Schoolhouse at. 491 Middlesex Avenue in Metuchen, New Jersey. Uh, I believe the show starts at 8 p.m. Doors open at 7.30. Um, should be wonderful. It's, it's being put together by, by, by Sharon Golden, who's uh, uh, been on this program several times in the past, and uh, I hope uh, a lot of people will be able to check this out because we need more music. Fred, your um, work, uh, you mentioned the recording studio. Uh, Woody's house is that is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Uh, wh- wh- you, we started that with part of of Tribes Hill. Is that how did it all begin? Uh, well, it was um, it was Steve Kirkman and Todd Judice and I, um, which was the three people that originally started Hope Machine. Um, basically, we, we built you know we're building. Um, there was a space in a barn on my parents' property that was freed up because my dad uh, moved his business, mm-hmm. and um, so basically like those guys helped me build the room and Woody Guthrie had sort of brought us together in a way. So I decided to name it, uh, Woody's house. And actually when I named it, Anna Canoni from the Woody Guthrie 
archives. Uh, she sent me some nice stuff to decorate with, so oh. it's kind of got a Woody Guthrie. You know, there's some posters on the walls, and there's some signed stuff from Nora, oh, and nice. um, a little bust, a little statue of Woody. Uh -huh. So that's where it got the name. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it really, I'd say in the past three years or so, it's become really busy. Yeah. I, I keep so, seeing CDs coming my way with, yeah. uh, with Woody Studio on there and, and your name. Some wonderful recordings that you do there. You have a really nice nice touch with, with the music, and uh, it, it's coming through. I know you played Carol Ann's records yes. a lot. Yeah, Carol Ann Solabello, uh, of yeah. course. And um, you did a recording with Red Molly. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the song. I'm having a senior moment here. It's a song you did a duo with... Um, oh, uh, Gulf Coast Highway. Gulf Coast yeah, Highway. Yeah. Oh, that is gorgeous. That was done in your studio as well, wasn't it? Um, no, oh. I think actually oh. I ended up... I think we ended up doing that at Mark Dan's. Okay. I think I ended up going into the city for that. Wow. We, um, we recorded... Uh, they had a song on the um, Nancy Griffith tribute record that we recorded at my place, uh, Working Girl. Okay. Right. That we did. And we were supposed to do uh, Gulf Coast up, up at my place, I think. Um, but they, I don't know, it's just, we ended up at Mark Dan's, uh -huh. and, and that worked out pretty pretty well. I think the main thing was that Lori wanted me to go up there into the highest Led Zeppelin high <laughs> that I could go to, and I ne really needed her to push me a little to do that, you know. It's, but it's gorgeous. We played it many times on this program. And, uh, it sounds like you're, you're keeping busy. Uh, are you yeah. having time for your own music? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now I am working on seven or eight full-length records with different people, uh, and then a lot of little stuff. But um, I lost my mom about a year and a half ago. Sorry. And um, thanks. And I'm writing. I'm working on a lot of songs, like about kind of a some really nice songs about my mom, some oh. not as nice songs about my dad, <laughs> uh -oh. who I kind of take care of somewhat. Right, right. And um, and I also though have been co-writing a lot. Uh, I just co-wrote a song with Abby Gardner, as a matter of fact, uh, and um, which we she never had time to do that when Red Molly was mm -hmm. going. Um, I'm in a rock band called Hot Rod Pacer where I co-write all the songs with this guy Jim Keys. And um, we wrote about a dozen songs. Turk and I, after all these years of playing together and working together, we got together and four or five times and we wrote uh, four or five songs together. Oh, wonderful. Co-write. So that'll, down the road, if, we, if there's another Gillen and Turk record, it'll be some of that. Uh -huh. So... Um, I wrote a song with Susan Kane that'll be on her record that we're working on at my place. Uh, I have a couple co-writes on Julie Corbalis's new record that I was I was producing it, and as we were working on it, she had a couple of things that she had just been able to start but not, you know, get anywhere with. So we sat down with them and and you know and co-wrote them. Okay. So yeah, I mean it's it's been amazing. Like the last two years, I've heard co-written twenty-five songs. That's great. And that's, that's, again, getting back to that spirit of community. I mean, everybody working together yeah. here, and uh, that's what yeah. makes it so wonderful. And hopefully it'll carry on for so many more years. Yeah. Could, I, could I ask for another song? Yeah. Uh, well, we mentioned, we mentioned that that version of I Ain't Got No Home before. I could do right. that. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. This is the first, first Woody Guthrie song I ever sang, and... Uh, 
I made a record 10 years ago exactly called Gone, 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 where I first recorded this. And um, this is just how I heard the song in my head. I ain't got no home Just a rambling round Just a wandering worker I go from town to town Police make it hard Wherever I may go I ain't got no home In this world anymore My brothers and my sisters Are stranded on this road It's a hot and dusty road A million feet have tried A rich man took my home Drove me from my door And I ain't got no home In this world anymore Mind in your minds And I gathered your corn I've been working, mister Since the day that I was born But now I worry all the time Like I never did before I ain't got no home in this world Farming on the shares And always I was poor And my crops I laid To the banker's store My wife took down and died Upon the cabin floor I ain't got no home In this world anymore as I look around, it is mighty plain to see That this world is such a great but funny place to be Oh, the gay man is rich and the working man is poor I ain't got no home in this world anymore I ain't got no home in this world anymore I ain't got no home in this world anymore Oh that's just great. Oh, I've all I've always loved that song and as you were singing it um I started thinking about Woody Guthrie and you were mentioning before about how Woody got, you know, the through Hope Machine and then and your studio and mm-hmm. and also you know Woody is kind of responsible for this show not only because of folk music but I I, I did an interview with Marjorie Guthrie mm-hmm. back in 1977 which kind of led into this this program and yeah. uh, you know it's it's remarkable when you think that Woody's been gone since 1967 yet he's still 
continues to influence. We're still unearthing yeah. new songs, and you know the one recent one about Donald Trump's father. Uh, that was, oh uh, yeah, 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 you know. So that's right. He's always with us. Um, Tribes Hill. We we should talk about that a little yep. bit because uh, you were kind of involved in the early uh, stages of that, weren't you? Yeah, I got. I probably came in at about a year. Uh-huh. I think it had been about a year old. And actually, Rick had come to one of my shows and kind of recruited me. He told me about this Monday night gathering they had, and I just I was really interested, but I forgot about it. So eventually, you know, somehow I think at Folk Alliance one year, I remembered him and I called him and he said, oh, yeah, somebody just dropped out in the showcase. You can have their space. So I ended up really spending the weekend with him. That's how I actually got close to Steve Kirkman from Hope Machine was uh, Mm -hmm. we had met before, but that I basically spent the whole weekend with him down at Folk Alliance that year, 2002 or three or something. I think it was in Nashville. Right. So, um, but Tribes Hill is going strong and actually, um, we have a great younger, young for folk music cause he's like 30, um, <laughs> president, uh, George Gear, And, um, he's, he's been great. He's yeah. been really great. And I want to thank you guys again for the work you did at the Hurdy Gurdy. Uh, you all volunteered your time and we did a fundraiser in December for the uh, center for food action. And it was a lovely night of music and. We raised some money and did have a nice food drive for Center for Food Action. So, again, that commitment to yeah. community that comes through. And, and um, I've always enjoyed uh, watching Tribes Hill at the various conferences I've gone yeah. to and seeing what you guys are up to. And that's a, a support. It's, it's musicians from the, the Hudson Valley and that whole Hudson Valley School of Songwriting, which seems to have, uh, have cropped up. I think that this someday in the history books about music, they'll talk about the Hudson Valley School in terms of songwriting, just as they did with, like, the Hudson Valley Painters. Yeah, yeah. You know, that it's sort of... And there's different facets of it. There's there's whole thing in Woodstock, and then there's down the lower Hudson Valley where we are, and, you know, in the New York metro area and into northern Jersey and, you know, into, like, Lara Herskovich mm-hmm. was the, um, the poet laureate of uh, Connecticut for a while, and she was a big part of Tribes Hill, you know, years ago. And so it, it's sort of... I think it will be a piece of history. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's 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 what you know it's it's been throughout. I mean, you know, the early days of the folk revival, and then in mm-hmm. the eighties, the whole fast folk scene. That yeah, right. It's kind of modeled on that, and it seems to continue on. So it's good signs. I think the structure or lack thereof of the current music business mm-hmm. makes it not as obvious how powerful this community really is. Yeah, you know, I think down the road people will look back and go. They kept a lot of stuff going. Yeah. You know, so well, we'll see. Well, let's hope so. Well, Fred, you know, I, I wonder, could we get one more song? Maybe one of your, your songs? Uh, would you yeah. like a new one? Yeah, sure. Our shadows met. Like Peter Pan's mind Had a mind of its own I had to catch it Left you there silent By the time I found it hiding You'd grown hard on your own Love is a fragile house Decrepit dockside shanty Lit by Christmas lights Painted like a carnival Against the endless sigh 
silence of the night You kept a brave face Being let down Just when you thought you'd found A home takes a toll You drew on memories They were few and old Distant dreams of a trail Overgrown and cold Love is a fragile house Decrepit dockside shanty Lit by Christmas lights Painted like a carnival Against the endless silence Of the night Never learn to face the silence of the night Our shadows met The darkness they made When combined was dark enough to frighten Anyone away Love is a fragile house Decrepit dockside shanty Lit by Christmas lights Painted like a carnival Against the endless silence Of the night That's a great song. Thanks. Wow. What the title again is? Silence of the Night. Silence of the Night. Wow. I love that one. Figured that one was a little different to throw it in there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad you did. And I am so glad you came here today. And I, again, I want to remind our listeners that next Saturday, February 27th, Fred Gillen Jr. will be at the Schoolhouse Songwriter Series. Now, this is a new concert series. It's taking place at the Old Franklin Schoolhouse at 491 Middlesex Avenue, in Metuchen, New Jersey. Uh, it's an 8 p.m. show. I, I don't have a number for information, a phone number. Uh, I don't think they have a website yet, but I'm sure if you have any questions, you could contact Fred. Fred, what's your what's your website? www.fredgillenjr.com. And you can also find out about Fred's uh, wonderful CDs. You, you've recorded, what, about six or seven of them solo CDs so far? I think more like, Nine, nine, or eight or nine. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I have to recount my my collection. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> oh, come on! You're a kid. Well, the first one came out in '97, wow. so 
now it's almost that's tw- that's 19 years ago. Wow. Wow, time is flying. I, so, I, it's probably when I first met you around then, too, at Nerfa back around that time. Probably around yeah, the early 2000s anyway. Wow, yeah. time goes too quickly. <laughs> but there's still <laughs> great music to be made, and I, I'm so happy that you were able to come here today. And uh, I, I you know, wish you continuing success with uh, you. your, your music, uh, Woody's House, and, uh, and this new concert series. I hope it's a full house next Saturday night for Thanks. people to enjoy you. Um, Fred, again, thanks for coming here today. I want, I want to end with one more song from one of your CDs. This is a live recording uh, from your album Live in the Heartland of America. And I think uh, Catherine Miles was yep. uh, on, on this with you. She was. It's a song called Sing, Sing, Sing. And I, I've always loved this one. Could you tell us a little bit about this song? Yeah, well, I um, we talked about Pete Seeger before. I, I watched Pete Seeger lead a whole room of people in singing his song, Take It From Dr. King. Very complicated song. I thought... I could never do. I could never get people to sing along with something so complicated, mm-hmm. and that was really where I got the idea for this chorus. It was from that, and uh, I really wanted to write something that, that um, you know, that sort of did that. And uh, but it's like it's kind of like ecumenical because it's got, you know, it's got the Judeo-Christian verse and the Muslim verse and the and the Native American verse. So, you know. There's the one line that always gets me is we're we're gathered here tonight to do a sacred thing, sing, 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 and that struck me because I remember once at a conference, um, Eric Balky mm-hmm. was was talking about what folk music meant to him, and he said, you know, this in a way is religion, you know, getting together with friends, making music, it, yeah. it's it's something very special, and uh, you know, I'm glad there are people like you out there that are they're doing this and. Uh, Giving me something to do on Sunday afternoons. Yeah, and like I, I would say, like if you're atheist, it's it's expression of humanism right. too. You know, right. I mean, it's it's the same thing, really. You yeah, know? Absolutely. So, well, Fred, again, thank you so much for coming by today, and uh, we, we're gonna have to, have to do this again sooner. It's uh, you, you got to be here more often. So uh, we look forward to next time. Thanks. All right, so this is a song that. This whole thing of people singing along is kind of a thing that still baffles me and amazes me, and I'm very thankful when, when you, that you guys are singing. And when it first happened, I kind of went, like I was playing a show and people started singing, and I kind of went, oh yeah, people, everybody wants to sing. I'm not the only guy that wants to sing. So, um, so I started singing songs that people knew so they could sing them, and and then I thought, maybe I could write one of those types of songs that people can sing, you know? So, when a great intellect goes to work, sometimes it's just an amazing thing because I thought, well, if I want to get people to sing along, what should I say? So I said, how about sing, sing, sing? <laughs> Bing. And that is why I'm a folk singer and not a... Uh, like a research chemist or yeah, yeah. physicist or something. <laughs> anyway, this one's pretty good to sing along with. <laughs> I gotta wait for it to come around. Almost there. We can make it. It goes like this. We'll show you you that. We're gathered here tonight to do a sacred thing. 
sing, 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 sing. It says in the Bible somewhere that singing is praying times too. joined by Catherine Miles on that. It was a live concert, as you can hear, from uh, the heartland of America in Muncie, Indiana. And a lovely song. I've always loved that song, Sing, Sing, Sing. I think it, it speaks volumes about what this community is about. Anyway, I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions here on WFDU-FM. <laughs> 